Golight presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Hi, my name is Katrina. I use CBD oil for my seven-year-old son who has a diagnosis of autism. It has helped him a lot, particularly with sleep issues. And we've also seen improvements in his attention and focus. Overall, he is a happier and more content child since we started using CBD oil. And if you would like to get your hands on some CBD oil, our show sponsors are Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award-winning CBD oil. And our sponsors have very kindly agreed to offer you, our Opinions Matter listeners and followers, a very special 20% discount off all of their products. So if you want to avail of that 20% discount, all you have to do is go to their website, greenheartcbd.ie, search for whatever CBD products you are uh, looking for, and they have a huge range available. And then when you decide what you want, you put it into your shopping basket online, and when you get to checkout, you use the promo code PODCAST2022. The promo code PODCAST2022. Podcast 2022, and you will immediately get a 20% discount. So, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, it's a good day today. The best news ever. Is, isn't it? I feel like getting up on the table and doing a dance. I thought this day would never come. Honestly, it's just such a huge day mm. for, for the whole country. At six o'clock this evening, the Taoiseach Michal Martin will make an address to the nation where it's widely expected he will say all COVID restrictions are, if not finishing um, in the next day or two, they're coming to an end, uh, which is great news. So that will mean most likely from tomorrow, uh, for example, hospitality will be allowed to open until... Are they saying tomorrow or is it Monday? I thought I was getting Monday. I'd say they'll go for tomorrow. Brilliant, wouldn't it? Wouldn't Um, it be amazing if he came on the screen today and he said, lads, get back to normality. Everything is open. mm. Get on with your lives. I don't think he's going to be quite that flippant. Stay open tonight. Yeah. You know, it would be great. It would be great. Um, I think probably pubs and restaurants will be able to stay open till midnight uh, from tomorrow night, I imagine. Brilliant. Um, I imagine nightclubs will be open in the next couple of days. And then the conversation uh, moves to what restrictions people want to see remain. So, for example, I remember uh, in March of 2020 going around the streets of Dublin with one of these uh, face masks on. And for those of you listening, obviously, you can't hear. I walked around the streets of Dublin wearing one of these things, yeah? And the looks I got from people. I remember. Yeah, right? And I really got strange looks from people as I walked uh, around the street. Now when and you don't have them on, Yeah, you and get literally the did looks. It, you know, we didn't realise at that time that this was going to become the norm. Yes. And it has become the norm. And I, oh, I hate the bloody It would things. be more appropriate to go into your shop now with no trousers on than it would be without <laughs> a mask on. Yeah, it probably would. <laughs> it's, it's so strange how we've all just kind of become accustomed to this Mm. new way of living and I can't wait for it to stop (laughs) Okay, so there's a few questions that we want to ask you and um, get your opinion on. I think most of us are delighted that it looks like all uh, of the restrictions are going to be eased. So we will have full football stadiums, uh, full uh, Croke Park stadiums, Night Viva, nightclubs. 
But some of the things that we've uh, become used to over the last couple of months, uh, longer in fact, are the likes of uh, face masks. Social distancing. Social distancing. um, Which is a word I never, a phrase I never want to ever hear again. Ever. Hmm. I'm giving you the biggest hug on Monday, Adrian. It's going to be totes emotion. <laughs> You're grand. Okay, fine. In fact, <laughs> no. I, think we, I think we keep social distancing. We'll bring in the screen. Um, no, it'll be great, you know, to, to just feel like it's normal again. It's, it's such... It's such a great, it's such a special day. Mm. It really is. Okay, I so remember, do you remember we were working in 98 FM and we had live Leo Radker's mm-hmm. address yep, when he was addressing the nation? The fact that this is two years later, Micheál Martin is going to address the nation and basically say, lads, it's not over. It's not over. It's not gone, but the restrictions are over. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, it, really, it really, really is. So we want to get your reaction to uh, to find out how you're feeling about uh, all of this. And are there any of the restrictions that we are, the you know, the things like COVID passes, for example, do you want to see them remain or uh, do you want to see them scrapped? Do you want to see people continuing to wear uh, masks in the foreseeable future? Do you want us to maintain our social distancing or do you want everything gone? Absolutely everything. Susan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Susan? Hi, Adrian. How are you? Uh, Good, thank Um, you. Whoever has said that not to remove the restrictions all at once, we've lived with these restrictions for the last two years. We've seen people's mental health deteriorate. Now, I'm a mother myself of a young daughter that I actually seen a change in my daughter that I would never, I thought, I'd say. She used to be so outgoing. She doesn't really want to do that anymore. She actually, you know what I mean, the mental health state that she came to you know what I mean? It wasn't nice. But we have to remove these restrictions. We have to get on with life. This started in 2020. I know. It's, it's, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe yeah, uh, that it exactly. is, is that long like ago. My daughter, was, my daughter was in sixth class when this started. She is now going into third year in September. Yeah, that's unbelievable. So that's a big, yeah. massive jump. That's a massive jump. Like, you know, school. she had to actually come a young, from a young child to a uh, basically a mature student in the space of a couple of months. How you do know, you feel then, yeah. for example, uh, about students wearing uh, masks in school, for example? I don't, I really, the effect that I see with the masks on students is mad because they shouldn't be masked up for that long. You know what I mean? Like from early morning, like my dog goes to school from 29 in the morning to 10 to 4. She only gets to take it off for 15 minutes in the morning and half, uh, sorry, 40 minutes in the afternoon. Other than that, it's masked right on. Like, they're not even allowed, you know what I mean? If, you know what I mean? Uh, even go outside, if they're doing PE or anything outside, the teacher actually says, wear your mask, even though they're outside. You know what kind of way, but he actually has to wear a mask. They're not even allowed to even stand around and talk with their friends. You right, know what okay. I mean? Like, so, that's uh, not right. Okay, it's, so you want to see, right. you want to see all of that being scrapped? Okay, not now. Maybe in another month or so. But things have to get back to normal, Adrian. Like, come on. Two years, it's basically been hell for anyone. In fact, you know for, I mean? we've all been there. For those, like, of you, know I mean? uh, for those of you watching us on Facebook, on our screen now, I've just put up a photograph uh, that I took myself on a Friday afternoon at lunchtime um, in April 2020. And as you can see... I remember you sending this to me at the time. Yeah. And you saying, what the hell? And that, that messed with you. I remember you, yeah, you did, said yeah. how it messed with your head, yeah. walking through Grafton yeah. Street and seeing how quiet and it was. And literally, uh, like I said, it's a, a photograph 
photograph I took on a Friday afternoon at yeah. lunchtime and oh I remember that Adrian I yeah. do remember you actually doing that yeah I remember now when I go back to it yeah I actually remember you doing that and uh, you think yeah, uh, when I look at that photograph, that to me symbolizes everything that we've gone through over the last uh, couple of years. But it's been wider and broader than just an empty Grafton Street. Yes. So are you yes. feeling um, optimistic then, Susan? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. This time around anyway, because I think with the ways that we've had, we've dealt with it. But also, as well, don't forget you have, you know what I mean, the vaccinations and your booster, like that has helped. And especially with the COVID tests. You know the kind of way, like that's basically a pass into place. Like there shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? You should. You know the kind of way, like just for hospitality, not like that, whatever. But the, the hospitality sector has suffered at the hands of all this, and so has many other businesses. But I find the minute anything happens, the hospitality sector is the first one to punished. Absolutely. They've uh, straight away. And they've been punished since, since March 2020. And even though they've yes. been open from time to time and closed, they're the ones that have really uh, suffered the most from all of this. Yes. Um, and I yes. hope that by uh, tomorrow evening that the... We'll be uh, all sitting in the pub again. <laughs> yeah, we all in the pub again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope and pray that there is a Paddy's Day parade this year. Oh, there will be. Because my oh, son yeah, was born in Paddy's Day 2009, uh, which was the last Yeah, definitely, Katie. You have to agree with so you there. That would be great for you. on his yeah. birthday. So your son has never been yeah. to a Paddy's Day no, parade? No, he was born on Paddy's uh, Day. So obviously I was in Hollis Street yeah. when the parade was passing. And then uh, it was cancelled. So I need to bring him to a parade. All right. Well, no, I'd yeah. be, I, I would be fairly certain that we will be having Paddy's Day this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to feel yeah. like... No, I have to say now, they're more optimistic now this time around than they've ever been. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You know, There's a different buzz this time. Yeah, definitely. And I think people are actually, you know what I mean, like actually getting used to the fact that they can actually go out and say, okay, I can now go and meet someone like properly and all that. I'm not worried about. Mm. No, okay, you will get the few that are. Don't mm. get me wrong. You will, you know what I mean? Don't get like vulnerable and all like that. Whenever and, that and, and that's, a bit nervous. Yeah, that's really what I want to find out. Are there people who, after all of this time, are still feeling a bit nervous, are um, not comfortable? For example, one of the, I was talking to somebody earlier on who's very uncomfortable at the idea of the COVID pass has oh. been gotten rid of um, so that every everybody can now go into a bar and a restaurant and everything else, whether they're vaccinated or not. Yeah, um, but yeah, did you not see... Did you not see what the hospitality has suffered? Because if you're only letting uh, the vaccinated in, there's not many people going to go in because of that. You know, kind of, even though they're all vaccinated, but they've suffered at the hands of all this. Like, they're, like I'm actually even surprised that the hospitality sector can really reopen because they've had I so much to do. Like, from the very start, I hated those COVID certs. And the reason that I yeah. hated them was it was nothing to do with the actual restrictions. Around. It was the fact that it yeah. was almost an underhanded, sly way of yeah. forcing people yeah. to get yeah. the vaccination. Now, I, I've yeah. gotten the now, vaccination. Now, I have to say, in its defence, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of them either, but it did get people vaccinated. But it was such an underhanded, sly way of doing yeah. it. You know, people didn't yeah. want to get the vaccination. They felt forced to get it, which I don't agree with. Like, I think we should all have the right to decide what we want to do with our own bodies. And, you know, I think forcing people to do it in such a tactical way was just, I think it was low. Jessica, you're on uh, Opinions Matter. How are you, Jessica? Hiya. Well, Jessica, what did you want to say on this? Is there any restrictions you'd like to see remain? Uh, probably just the social distancing because it's nice being in the queue without having someone pure sitting on your lip in the queue in the shop. Like. Oh, like if you're in a supermarket <laughs> and queuing up for a checkout, yeah, you don't have somebody breathing down your neck. Yeah, like other than that, like it's just time to get rid of everything. Like I, this is personal, so I actually don't care. I've lost two of the mainest birthdays. 
that someone could have in their young years, I lost my 21st and my 22nd. So if they're about to tell me that I couldn't have a 23rd, I'd say, second, I'm having one. Mm. Like, I've lost, I'm in, the, like, I'm in my prime years, as somebody would say, and I'm after losing a fifth of it just because of everything going on. And I know it sounds selfish, but like... No, but I mean, we all we all have our own uh, things that we we missed out on. Uh, for me, I've missed out on, on going away. I like uh, travelling. I like going for on me, holidays. For me, I missed my son's first birthday. Yeah. It was Paddy's Day 2020, and that's when, you know, the Paddy's Day parade had just been cancelled and the restrictions were just announced. I had food ordered and everything. Yeah, and you had to cancel thing, the party. Had yeah. to cancel everything. And I know something that sounds so stupid when people died, but you know, it's stuff, little things like that are the big things, really. So, okay, you you feel you've lost uh, an awful. Oh my god, you feel you've lost an awful lot of your life in the last uh, two years, um, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, and then like the main kick of the teeth I had was my granny died in 20, January twenty twenty one. So. Now, thankfully, it wasn't COVID, it was on, it was just natural. But the fact that we couldn't even have a proper funeral for a proper mm. reception, I was sitting there thinking, are you for real? Yeah, my, I, I, we had the exact same thing. My grandmother died uh, in 2020, in June 2020, and she was 98. And again, it wasn't COVID, and we had 25 people at the funeral. It was horrible. It and was there absolutely were so many horrible. people who wanted to yeah. be there, weren't there? Like, yeah. It's, so it's yeah, uh, uh, so you'd be glad to see the back of every restriction. There's nothing you want to see being remain uh, retained, bar social distancing, and that's only for manners, really, isn't it? Yeah, and like just like uh, we need to. Uh, they say we need to live with it. Well, how can we live with it if you keep opening, closing, and going up and down like no. yo-yo? Yeah, no, and I don't. Like, I, I don't. It's absolutely time. I, you you like to keep your fingers crossed that this has to be it, it this has, has to, be. to be the end of it um, in ter- no obviously this virus is going to be around uh, for, it's not going for a lot longer no. but we have to just get on with life yes so when's your birthday 28th of March so myself and Adrian love a good party Jessica so yeah, if you yeah. want to send the, the invite to the White Sands Hotel <laughs> get you a nice gift oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm only joking with you I'm only messing All right, great to talk to you thanks very much indeed and hopefully oh, nothing man. nothing will uh, happen between now and then that will upset your birthday party now let me bring in um, this WhatsApp voice note from Dara I don't think I agree with the last message that came in about the vaccinations reducing the effects of the latest variant coming in because from my experience um, everyone that I know that got that variant um, were vaccinated yet I'm unvaccinated and again I was in contact with positive cases without knowing and had been testing for two weeks or three weeks after those you know even spending a whole day with someone who had it and I never got affected and you know the kind of word was oh you're unvaccinated you'll get it really bad but to the contrary, my friends or people that I know that weren't vaccinated and who had interactions with that variant actually were the ones that didn't contract it. Now, I found that to be quite suspicious, that nearly every single person I know, which was the majority of my friends are vaccinated, were the ones around Christmas who got the variant. Yeah, OK, no one got it bad, but I think in general, the general consensus was um, that it wasn't affecting people bad whether you're vaccinated or not. And from my experience, I was in direct contact with it and I somehow didn't contract it. All right, so I want to bring in uh, some more calls. Jeanette, you are on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jeanette? Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. What did you want to say on this? Yeah, so back in, I think it was late December 2019, um, Sky News had this big segment on and they started discussing lockdowns. And the professors and the specialists that they had on speaking back in December 2019 
said that lockdowns will never work because what's going to happen is you might stop the curve for maybe a week or two, but as soon as you start to let people out again, it's going to absolutely rocket and cases are going to go through the roof. Now, they knew this back in December 2019, and every single time we've lifted these restrictions, that's exactly what's happened. Mm. Now, I lost my granddad, I lost my godfather, I lost two friends to suicide, I lost one friend to murder during all these lockdowns because everything has just gone through. And uh, and none to COVID, no? None of them to COVID, mm. no. Nobody to COVID. I've had COVID myself. My best friend has had COVID as well. He has COP- He has COPD. Um, he, he was quite ill kind of with flu symptoms but he was absolutely fine and it was the worst of the variants it was the first variant it was in February 2020 that I had it um, now I was asymptomatic completely he wasn't but even then he was fine um, it seems to only be a So do you, uh, do you think in hindsight as we look back over the last two years uh, locking down the country was the wrong way to deal with it? We've been made absolute fools out of We've been made absolute fools. Well, it, it, it didn't just happen in this country, though. No, I know. The whole world has been made absolute fools out of, yeah. yeah. So... All the money that we've spent out on COVID payments, on um, all the businesses that had to pay their rent. Um, I was illegally evicted. I got a huge award from the RTB after being illegally evicted because I needed to go on the hat payment after losing two jobs. I had two full-time jobs before COVID. Mm. Because of COVID, I lost them both. Um, I ended up with 350 euros a week income, which was not enough to pay 1300 euros a month in rent. Uh, my landlord wasn't paying taxes, so you know it's nothing got to do with COVID. But because of the COVID restrictions, I lost my property. Right. You know, okay. So it really job. has impacted your life significantly. Hugely, like absolutely hugely. You know, um, even the mask wearing. There is absolutely. Look, look online for any scientific data suggesting that the normal masks that we're wearing do anything to stop or prevent the spread of COVID because clearly they don't. And, and again, the new Omicron variant, all of my friends were over Christmas, were in bed absolutely dying with this variant and they were all triple vaccinated and I have had no vaccines I was also, I, I'm only just after giving birth, so my immune system would be quite low. I was in contact with these people. Um, I, I did, if I did contract it, I was asymptomatic. Yeah, you're blissfully unaware of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, I, I don't, the whole pub and the kind of going out for drinks, that doesn't affect me anyway. I don't drink, I don't go out or do anything like that. What I'm saying is the financial impact that lockdowns have had on our country, the social impacts, that the lockdowns have had on our country are absolutely going to tear us apart. And in fact, I, I just got a message on our Facebook page from uh, Karina, and she says, if they stripped back the figures and disclosed how many people died directly from COVID and not exactly. other illnesses, I bet we'd be shocked to the core. Yeah. That's and exactly the point I was just making. And, and that's, why, that's why I found someone saying that you were being insensitive okay. Yeah, very inappropriate because now in fairness that person has messaged back in fairness and she has said sorry thanks for clearing it up I picked you up wrong so no she gets what I'm saying yeah. Um, but yeah if yeah. we stripped them back I'd say we would be shocked I'd say the, the, the real numbers would be dying. Yeah. yeah like a lot of you people are like, sorry to say it but I, even my, my friend's GP said it to him that the reason that he 
wasn't too bad with the COPD and COVID was because he's a very healthy weight. Mm. Do you know? So it seems that weight has a huge factor to do yeah. with it. It seems like things like diabetes type 2 has a lot to do with it, heart disease, yeah. uh, cancers, all those different things. But I have a friend who's a nurse and even there was um, a young man brought in who had died for a car crash and he tested positive for COVID um, when they brought him in. For some reason, they're doing tests on COVID for people who die in car crashes. His death That's was unusual, isn't as it? COVID. Yeah. Well, I hope I, I, I hope over the I hope over the next couple of months we do get a clearer picture. You know, when when this is yes. behind if us, you start to look up as well. If you actually start to look into the numbers of people who didn't die in ICU of COVID, then why didn't they die in ICU of COVID? And what's the you know, uh, what's the implication? It's, it's, what are you suggesting? Like so, the, these people were dying in nursing homes, in palliative care homes. So, in other words, they were dying anyways. Do you know, when you go into palliative care, I'm with the No, I, 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 yeah, look, I understand all of that. However, uh, we do know that COVID did unfortunately ravage our nursing homes and did yeah. kill some people quicker than they may as, have died. Yeah, as, as does the flu, you know, as does pneumonia. All right, but and, I, I, as, as we said, it's somebody a, with that, you know, somebody with that low of an immune system can die of the common cold. Mm. Uh, and we all know this. You know, they, they, it was always around. We never reported on influenza cases. Mm. And that's the thing now as well. The, the media are using cases to scare the absolute hell out of people. You know? And I, I would hope uh, that that is going to stop in the next couple of weeks, that there will no longer yeah, be uh, reporting of daily case numbers and all of that. I don't it know why they're still doing that. Like, it's just... <laughs> That should have been yeah, done. it should be gone. You know, I do wonder myself. Right, I want to read a, a tweet that was put up online three days ago, and it says, Probably not a popular opinion, but I think the one COVID restriction that needs to be kept in place for the foreseeable is mask wearing on public transport. There's nothing worse than being crammed onto a Lewis or a bus and someone coughing and spluttering all over the place. Now, uh, that tweet was put up by uh, none other than our Jeremy and uh, got some reaction online. He joins me on the line. Uh, hello. Hi. To be honest with you, uh, just listening back to you reading out my tweet that time, I was expecting a much bigger kickback than I actually got. I put the tweet up because I felt that way. I felt very strongly about it. I still do. And I left it up there for a couple of hours, as you do when you tweet, and then you go back to see what the reaction is. And I was expecting, I was expecting a lot of negativity. And if you look at the thread for that tweet, ninety-five percent are supportive of the idea. And then, of course, as soon as you mention anything like, you know, vaccines, face masks, anything like that, the, the cockroaches come out from underneath the floorboards. As soon as they hear it, it's like it's like a red rag to the both of them. As soon as they hear the word face mask. Or, or vaccines, they come out of the woodwork like cockroaches and if they start trying to push back with all this pseudoscience nonsense. But for the, the couple of gobshites who didn't agree with me, the vast majority of people actually did. And what was interesting about it is, and what is still interesting is, nobody, um, nobody has been able to put up a valid or scientifically sound argument against the idea of keeping face masks on... Um, on public transport. I mean, I heard the girl that was on before, I just heard the latter part of her conversation, uh, the girl that you were talking to, saying, oh, it's been proven and there's facts that face masks don't work. And of course they do. 
they absolutely do. Children, school children, even though that my son is seven and he knows the, the benefit of face masks. Um, I might like to interrupt you for a second. Do do you make your seven year old wear masks still? Still, yes. Well, I know. He, I know he did that. wear masks, didn't he, earlier on in the pandemic? Yeah, he'll he'll wear a mask in a situation where it's it's crowded and stuff like that. But generally, like he doesn't have to wear one for school because he's under the age. Um, so generally, would you not tell him not to wear one? Like I have a massive well, I'm issue. I'm not. I'm not picking on you, but I have a massive issue with well, parents. We're, 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 not, we're not getting into that. That's not the. Discussion but it is the discussion because this is what people are talking about: kids wearing masks as well. It's it's all part of the discussion. Well, it's if, all if, relevant. If, yeah. If a parent wants, if a parent wants to get their child to wear a mask, that's not impeding on your life at all. So I don't see why it would affect. But it, it's I don't cruel. See why it would affect anything. It's cruel. <laughs> Cruel. It's cruel. A child making a six or seven year old wear a mask who doesn't have to wear a mask. Put a muzzle on a child. So there's lots of things that, that, that parents. I mean, you're not the. You haven't written the book on how to be a good parent. I'm sure there's things Absolutely. that you do. There is no such thing as a perfect parent, but when I see kids six or seven wearing masks, I just think, oh, Jesus, they don't even need to be. I have a okay. friend of my own. I've, my own friend does it, and I've had this with her so many times. Okay, but okay, yeah, you, you, you were the same person that cancelled your child's birthday party because you didn't want anybody around your because children. This so was you, at the start you, of a pandemic, Jeremy. It was at the start of a pandemic, and you know, it was only a year ago. Okay, I, I want to go back to the point here. And the point is, you tweeted saying that masks need to be retained for uh, public transport. Do you want them to yeah. be retained for any other settings? Well, no, it's not practical in any other settings. And you have to be a realist about this. Um, you know, in nightclubs, it's not practical for people to have masks in nightclubs. And the difference is, if you decide if the nightclub's open tomorrow and you decide to go into a nightclub, say you decide to go to Copperface Jack tomorrow night, yeah, you are actively making that decision. You are and this is what going forward now, this is what's going to happen. And I think this is what the government and efforts are kind of saying. They're saying, okay guys, um, we're going to open up everything and it's up to you now. And uh, like the ad that was on the the radio for the last year, you know, if you go into a restaurant and it's too busy and you don't feel comfortable and walk back out. And that's what we're being told now. It's personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. However, with public, with public transport, you do have a choice whether or not to go to Copperface Jacks or not. Um, but you don't really have a choice when it comes to public transport. And before COVID even came along, I was, you know this, Adrian, I was always a germaphobe. I, always, I hated touching toilet doors, mm-hmm. uh, pressing buttons on this. I carried sanitizer around with me. And you've my, always been like my, that for as long as I know you. Yeah. 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 Which, and that's not, a, that's not necessarily a bad no. thing, being, a, you know, being ger- ger- aware mm-hmm. um, I think what what COVID has changed I think it's changed the way people will view certain things forever okay, you know? then, um, let me ask you if the um, the requirement to wear masks on public transport it looks like it's going to stay for the next couple of weeks anyway okay but you would like to see it being retained uh, long term would you oh, for, for, well as my tweet says for the foreseeable the one thing that, that this past two years has made me realise is that a lot of people are very selfish. They're very, very selfish and they've only ever thought of themselves. And I think anybody, I think the problem is if next week, um, Transport for Ireland. Sorry, Jeremy, just for one second, I'm just going to interrupt you there for one second, just in what you said there about people being selfish. I think that's a little bit unfair. People have been asked to give up a lot and have given up a lot over the last couple of years. So I think to call them selfish, it might be a a little bit harsh. Okay, I'm talking about people, about certain circumstances where 
people felt that putting a face mask on was the worst thing in the world. It's not a difficult thing to do uh, to put a face mask on. You're not asking... Okay, you're let, not asking uh, there are some people, and uh, I include myself in this... And me. I despise wearing face yeah. masks. I absolutely despise wearing them. I hate meeting people who have them on. I met a man the other day. I was at a funeral the other day, and I'm talking to a man for about five minutes that I haven't seen yeah. in years, and I wasn't sure it was him because he had a bloody mask on. That's happened to me so many times. And uh, yeah. I just absolutely despise them. I see um, they have made yeah, this, one, this, well, this, this is kind of won't be a problem for you because you don't use public transport. So you well, know, I do. I you do, do sometimes. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, rarely, rarely you do. So in the, in the comfort of your own car. Yeah. But no, if you feel so strongly about it, Jer- Jeremy, why don't you just keep wearing one anyway and let the rest of us decide whether we want to wear them or not? If you're wearing them, you're protecting yourself, so you shouldn't really be bothered with the person beside you, what they're doing. If I don't wear a well, mask, no, is, I won't be keeping masks going to keep people like you happy once they're taken out. Once masks are gone, they're gone. I'm not taking them back. Well, you changed your tune because a yes, year ago you were I terrified. Have. You were I have terrified changed you my tune. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, no, well, the thing is, if you even did a, a modicum of research into face masks, you will see that face masks operate as a two-way street. And, oh, no, I know. You know yes, me, I know. Me, 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 me wearing a face mask... Um, doesn't get protection. Should face masks on public transport uh, be maintained for the foreseeable? Uh, Jeremy's argument in his uh, tweet was, there's nothing worse than being crammed onto a Lewis or a bus and someone coughing and spluttering all over the place. Um, Jeremy, I would say those people are just ignoramuses if they're coughing and spluttering all over the place. And another thing that really makes me laugh. Jeremy, you're going to talk about how you want to keep face masks on, blah, blah, blah. But you'll probably go and sit having lunch at a table with friends and giving them hugs when you see them. Like, we're all going to get off the bus and take off our masks. You're on the bus for, what, 15, 20 minutes. As soon as you get off the bus, the mask is off. You're sitting having lunch. You're probably having friends over to your house. Again, again, again you obviously didn't hear the point that I made a few minutes ago. That is the difference between uh, elective and selective, okay? As in... You are electing to go for a, a meal. You choose to go for a meal. If you want to go out for a meal with six of your friends, um, absolutely, you can go ahead and do so. If you want to lick your friends' faces, you can do so. But when you're on public transport, and again, neither of you, neither of you travel on the loose. I don't think either of you have been on the loose in the last few years. The loose in the mornings at the best of times is an absolute, it's like a, a sardine can and people are breathing over you. Oh. Jeremy, you're saying there you can go up and lick people if you want, have people over hugging them, blah, blah, blah. So is this about a control, control thing for you or is this about the spread of the virus? Because if you're saying, you know, it's all about what you're being told or it's all about, you know, what you're being told to do or what you're being asked to do, you're saying you can lick people if you want, hug people if you want, like... Surely it's about the spread of the virus, no? I'm not even talking about COVID. And if you if you, if you read the replies, notwithstanding COVID, even if COVID, I think one good thing that could come out of this whole uh, pandemic that we're towards the end of now is that it changes. Uh, face masks have been around in Asia for years because of... If you're um, not worried, Jeremy, would you not take your car? I mean, you have a car drive. If well, you're th- or, or move to Asia. Or move to Asia. Yeah, or better yet, get those. a hazmat suit. I believe they're very <laughs> affordable on, on eBay. Again, Katie, you wouldn't leave the house for a whole year well, because of yes, COVID. because so, of the scaremongering, you know. because we were being told if you get this virus, you're going to die. Eventually, I saw what for what it is. From the majority of us, it's a flu. 
I don't think nobody told. Nobody ever said to you you were going to die if you if you. Listen, listen, it was how it was portrayed. Stay inside. Don't go outside. Stay in your back garden. Is the only way of fresh air you can get. It was like the apocalypse, man. And okay, now, so I know for what it is. It's nothing more than a bad flu for the majority of us. So life must. Continue. Okay, we're we're crying over spilled milk yes, here. We're looking okay. to the future, and uh, as we said this evening, the Taoiseach is due to announce the lifting of the vast majority of remaining restrictions. One restriction that may remain in place uh, for a couple of weeks is wearing face masks in shops and on public transport. Jeremy wants it to be maintained for the foreseeable. And um, let me go to, is it, who's on the line? Anne, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Anne? Hi, how are you doing? Um, I have family in hospital for the past two years and Every time I visit, I'm worse than Jeremy there. I'm very cautious of the health uh, pandemic that we have at the moment. Now, I've been on trains and loses traveling all over Dublin to work, etc., etc. I see people getting on the trains even, putting the masks on and then taking them back off. Mm-hmm. So what's the point of that? I, I, I don't, no, none I, whatsoever. Um yeah. And I, I, I've known of very few people who've been fined or anything like that. But the question we're asking is, as, as we move to a new world of uh, mm-hmm. no restrictions on our lives, do you want to see face masks being retained on public transport? Yeah, keep them, keep them on for the time being. There's a lot of people out there that have um, very underlying disorders probably in their lives that they need to keep careful when they're travelling on public transport. Okay, one of the one of the points that Katie uh, made a couple of minutes ago to Jeremy was, fine, if you want to wear the mask, wear the mask. You don't, do make me, don't ask me to. I don't want to... If, if the government announced tonight, now I know they won't, but masks from Monday are... Um, you don't have to wear them. Their choice. Mm. I am not going to wear them because somebody with, like Jeremy is on spouting that people should wear them. I'm sorry, no. I don't want to wear them. I'm not going to wear them. You don't public, you don't travel on public transport, so it's not an issue for you. You're literally becoming you're becoming like a Facebook mom where you're getting annoyed about something you're, that literally doesn't affect bec- it. You're you're, bec- you're bec- almost becoming like you, you feel safer going around in a hazmat well, suit. If you are that nervous well, onto public transport, go in, in your car. Crazy. This doesn't affect you, so sit back down. It affects everybody, Jeremy. Okay, here's a here's Hold on a minute. You don't use public transport. Sorry, Anne. Anne, go on. What are you trying to say there? If I travel tomorrow through, say, Dublin City, I'm going to be going through different points. Mm-hmm. And there could be someone on that train with that virus, whether it's mild or it's not, I don't care. I'm going to a hospital. I'm going to be visiting my brother who is very, very ill. And if I carry something into him, well, then... Well, and I don't mean this badly, but if you're that concerned about it, because chances are you could pick it up anywhere. For not just the bus, you're going That's into true. shops. I can. You could pick well, up I'm a coffee cup that someone Hang on, sorry, just one second. You could be yeah. sitting beside somebody who has the flu and you could bring the flu into your brother. At some point, we have to live. We have to get back to normal and we have to let kids see yeah, a bit of normality. Yeah, but you're not sick, are you? Are you sick like he is? But it, no, but if you're that concerned, yeah, you then go. you need to look there after you yourself. We, listen, it's not okay. You follow them. We can't up. spend the rest of our lives being afraid. Okay, so as far as you're concerned... I'm not afraid. I'm doing it for him and yes, everybody and, and, else. And, and, and I get that. And, I, and that's why yeah. we've been asked to do it in the first place. Um, but uh, you think it's too soon to be getting rid of uh, face masks on public transport? I do, yeah. 
All right, Anne, thanks very much indeed for your okay, call. And you. uh, Jeremy, just to go back to you for uh, one more second. You said you expected yeah. um, the results of this poll that we're doing to be very different to what you did on, on Twitter, and you'd be right because... Oh, it must be. In fact, I've just been looking at the comments on on our Facebook page uh, coming in at the moment, and it's, it's mad. This is how polarising... Uh, Twitter and Facebook are. Twitter, you mm. get a lot more intelligent conversation. Facebook, There's different kind of people on both platforms. Yeah. And in fairness to Katie, you're, 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 you're playing to the crowd. I mean, you know what you're doing. Uh, the people on Facebook uh, are generally uh, anti-everything. And it's, I don't think it's even because... It's because people... This comes down to... And I've been studying this over the last six months, the human behaviour and all that. I'm reading a lot of reports on it. What this comes down to is... The, the inability uh, that people have to take to take orders and to be told what to do, and that's what it is. Because if you if you look at it on a practical level, to put a face mask on is not really discommoding you that much. You know, for for twenty minutes. And I mean, Adrian, you're going on holidays in a couple of weeks. You'll be wearing a face mask on a plane. Uh, you're not going to argue about it. Only because you have to. Only because you have to, but you, you'll you'll do it. You know, in the same way, when they stopped smoking on planes, you didn't stop traveling. In fact, you went further on planes when they stopped smoking on planes. Uh, it's just something you have to put up with. And I think culturally, culturally, people, a lot of people will still wear face masks when they're in a a crowded uh, situation because. In the same way, uh, when you sneeze and cough, what's the first thing you do when you sneeze and cough? You cover your mouth. And this Why little, do you do that? Uh, just Why do you do that? Just, uh, well, for manners, manners. for start. Um, well, but no, it's not, about, it's not about manners because it's, it's a, about residuals. It's yes, about gossip and residuals. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And this is the point that I was I was making about, uh, about your tweet where you said that it is uh, very uncomfortable. Uh, there's nothing worse than being crammed onto a Lewis with someone coughing and spluttering all over. Over the place, they're absolute ignoramuses if they're not covering their uh, mouth or whatever. That's a different issue. Can I also say there is the point of you know letting your body build an immune system as well. If we're going to go around covering ourselves, you know we have to breed in germs. We have to you know breed in other people's viruses because this is how we build an immune uh, our immune systems. This is how our body learns to fight off stuff like COVID, like the flu, like common cold, like norovirus. You know what I mean? It's how we our body learns. We can't spend our whole lives wrapped in bubbles. Okay, uh, just in answer to uh, the point that you're making about uh, maintaining... Uh, face masks for the foreseeable. I'm, I'm just looking at the comments and everybody bar one or two wants them gone, wants rid of them. And I think you're very uh, much on your own here. Not on Twitter, though, apparently. On Twitter, uh, no. he's the opposite. 95, come on, we're not to be, we know our audience are, are anti-everything and, um, you know, I'm not going to pander to them Well, there's a lot because, of people uh, here, Jeremy, saying as well that they agree with you, so they're not, they're not, not all of our audience are anti-everything. There's people here agreeing with you as well. No, but, okay, but, but what I'm hearing from a lot of people is if you choose from, you know, going forward when they're no longer mandatory. If you choose to wear a face mask, then you be my guest, fire ahead. And I think think a lot of people will continue to uh, wear face masks. I do. You'd probably be surprised to find, Jeremy, that most people probably will keep wearing them because the people, like you say, who use public transport are probably more nervous. I don't use it, so it's not really something I'm concerned about. Yeah, and I think culturally, culturally it has, it's, it's kind of like drink driving. It takes a couple of years before something changes culturally. And, you know, 
three years ago, if you got onto the Lewis or onto the bus with a face mask on pre-COVID, people would have laughed at you and said, you know, and people often did when Asian people came over to visit Ireland and they were walking in grass with masks on, people were going, Jesus, what's that person's problem? Whereas now it it may become more socially acceptable. Yeah, yeah, you you won't stand out like a sore thumb anymore. No, you're not yeah, going to look no. like a social. You're not look, going to look like a social pariah if you're on the loose in six months' time, um, wearing wearing a face mask. And if that's just one thing that we can take out, and I think again, one of the positives from COVID is it probably made has made us all more aware of you know of germs, of of keeping things cleaner and and stuff like that. And if that's something positive that's come out of COVID, then that's a then I think that's a good thing. And you know, a lot of the no, people it's a good that thing. are it's a good thing when you're a germaphobe. Most of us yeah. aren't. And, no, but germ, germs are bad. I mean, germs aren't good. But you know, the, the, the people who vote who said no to my suggestion are probably the same people that. You know, they think COVID was a scam. They think it was a pandemic. They think, you know, it's just a head cold. They they don't believe in the vaccine. They didn't believe in face masks uh, from day one. And I'll just finish on this point. I just think going forward, if you want to be selfless and you're on public transport, wear a mask because to do otherwise is selfish. Okay, well... Um, we'll agree to disagree. We, yeah, we'll have to agree to disagree. Uh, finally, before I let you go, how's the baby? Uh, the baby's great, yes. She is uh, so God, gorgeous. She is. Um, it's. I have to say, <laughs> if anybody thinking of becoming a father uh, in the latter years, don't because... Um, it's being a parent. When we, when we had Luke, I was obviously a lot younger, and I was able for the night feeds and stuff like that. Jesus, the night feeds are killing me the last couple of weeks. <laughs> the first uh, six after, weeks are the hardest. Once you get by that, Jeremy is plain sailing. You're nearly there. You're getting there. <laughs> oh, what? After six weeks, the child will be off to college, out of the house. Well, go yes. on, go. No, but it gets easier but once you start sleeping and that. Like once you get a routine going. The one thing, and I think we might return to this on on Monday. The bizarre thing when you hear this, guys. I'm obviously doing um, half the the night feed mm-hmm. uh, because because Sue is Sue is absolutely wrecked and because it's the decent thing to do. But the amount of people, mostly men, that have said to me that I should not be doing the night feeds because um, because I'm a man yeah. is no, bizarre. you shouldn't. Really, you shouldn't. No, I never asked Alan to do them because he had to be up driving and working. That's what maternity leave is for. If your wife isn't doing them and she's waking you, then why is she on that leave? Well, my wife is very in a lot of pain and very sick at the moment. Well, that's different. So that's, She's in pain and she can't do it herself. But it, I mean, if it's a co- if she, you know, you're fully recovered from childbirth and your husband's working, don't be an asshole. Let him sleep. He has to drive. Right. So you don't. Okay. Um, There's a conversation well, we, we for get, next week. We, we get you on the show on Monday about that, then, and we'll rip you I apart. never No, Friday and Saturday I would wake him because he didn't have to be up. But I would be. I'd never forgive myself if he was working full days and knackered because he was up feeding a baby when I was at home the next day. So. It's just from a practical what about, point of view. Well, what about from a situation like in my house where we now have three kids um, where, where like, she's not just looking after the, the, the newborn baby, she's also looking after uh, a toddler mm. and a uh, child as well. I can't um, even imagine. I mean, does it, yeah. Does it, does it, is it not a bit fair just to, to help them out? No, if you have to be up driving and you have to be concentrating. Well, for the last two weeks, you have been on paternity leave anyway. Yes, so. it's different if you're not to be in work. But I think if you have to be in work, you have to be rested. You, you're driving, you have to be, you know, focused on the job as well. You, you have to put your to mask do. on, getting on the loose, all of that. You have yeah, to. That. So, so what you're saying, Casey, I just want to get the quote from Monday's <laughs> show. Uh, just want to get it in the bag now. What you're saying is uh, night feeds are not a man's job. Is that what you're saying? If a man... 
or if you're a woman in a gay relationship and you've had a baby and your partner is um, up for work, I don't think you should wake your partner to do knifeies. I think it's a bit unfair if he has to be up and driving to work. And I know. Okay, it's a good conversation for next week. And in fact, uh, Conan just uh, sent us a message saying that Katie yeah. one needs to give her head a wobble. Look, wobbling it, <laughs> wobbling it. <laughs> nope, still believe that you don't wake your husband. <laughs> right, Jeremy, have a good weekend. We look forward to you being back with us uh, next week. Thank you very much. And uh, be safe out there, Katie. Take it, take it easy. Take it Get safe. Get your hazmat okay? suit, Jeremy. I'm going to send you a link in five minutes. They're very affordable. Very affordable. There's lovely different colour ones as well. There's salmon colour ones. I know you'll appreciate that. <laughs> good luck. There's salmon colour. Salmon colour. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right, good luck. That's our Jeremy who will be back with us uh, next week on uh, Opinions Matter. He's still on his paternity leave. Um, that is a conversation for next week, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and I'm not saying, you know, somebody said... There goes, Jesus, Katie, two people make a child. It's not just down to the mother. I'm not saying it's just down to the mother. That's not what I'm saying. My husband is so hands-on with our kids. Like, he comes in in the evenings from work. He'll change nappies. He'll uh, help with dinner. He'll, he does bed with them every night. He is amazing. But when we were in the early stages and the baby was waking up three times a night for a feed, I didn't wake him because I, he's on the road at half six every morning. He doesn't get home till seven o'clock in the evening. And it's a long day. And I just wanted to make sure I didn't have to be worrying about him on the road as well. Right. Sorry, in relation to the COVID thing, I just want to come back to this. I've just gotten a voice note from Kevin and uh, I'm not going to play it. And the no. reason I'm not going to play it is because he's talking about women miscarrying and stillbirths in relation to COVID. I hate this stuff. Pregnancy is hard enough. Women have enough to be worrying about in pregnancy. Stories like this need to stop being told because one, it's not proven. It's not actually proven that it's from COVID. No, it actually has been proven that it well, is from COVID. Well, even still, I don't think it's fair to put this stuff at pregnant women. If I was pregnant, I wouldn't want to read stories that were coming up saying, oh, COVID's causing blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's appropriate. But it has. I don't think it's appreciate. Pregnant women but have just enough to worry stories. about. I don't think they, they should be put. I don't think it should be pushed in the faces of pregnant women. That's all. All right, I want to squeeze in a couple more messages. This is Kira. Hi, Adrian and Katie. Happy Friday to you. Um, yeah, just like you know, your man is being a bit harsh there. I mean, like to be honest, I think a whole section of people in society were left out during this time. Like you know, people didn't really think about if you have a severe anxiety and panic disorder or you've been through trauma or whatever wearing a face mask is actually a big deal for you because it, it it totally makes you for me anyway wearing mask and actually seeing the masks was totally like traumatizing and I already had PTSD and now I have post-pandemic stress disorder because of it all so you know, and then I know other people like that are deaf and <clears throat> found it hard to wear a mask, people that are autistic. So just because that guy is like privileged enough to actually have strong health, I don't know. Obviously, he finds it easy to wear a face mask, so he must be feeling OK mentally and physically. Um, I just don't think it's fair for him to kind of say, uh, you know, people are selfish for not wearing a mask. So a lot of people have various reasons um yeah great show and uh fair play to katie i agree with everything she's saying even on the kids uh get them to wear the masks was cruel and uh, fair play adrian and katie great show all right thanks very much indeed uh kira for your message 
Interesting conversation. As we, as we said, uh, I don't expect the government to be announcing the lifting of mask wearing uh, now. Um, they may, uh, you know, indicate that it'll be phased out over the, 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 the coming uh, weeks. Let me just squeeze in one final message from Paddy. Delighted, guys. Absolutely great day for us to open it all back up and drop the vaccine certs and everything else. A few mates of mine now that haven't been able to go for a drink with at all because they haven't got the vaccine certs. So I'll be looking forward to having a drink with them. And just like a lot of people are saying, it's too soon, it's too soon. It's, you know, but they're the same people that have been saying the whole time you have to follow the uh, medical advice. And the medical advice now is open it up. So, you know, they're changing their tune now because then the medical advice doesn't agree with their thinking, you know? So, unfortunately, people will be scared. And if people want to wear masks on buses, let them, but don't make it mandatory for everybody, you know? Just let people make their own decisions. All right, Paddy, thank you very much indeed for uh, your message. And thank you for all of your messages. I hope you've enjoyed this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you have, or even if you haven't, please hit subscribe or follow. If you're listening to us on Spotify, click on the little bell and you'll get a notification every time we upload a new podcast. Thanks very much indeed for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.